Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have... Emily. Hello. Justin. Ayo. Jordan. Hey. And Nicole. What's up? We are a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. Every episode we name a village idiot. Last week's village idiot was Agamir. So, Jordan, that means you have to do the recap. What happened last week? Yeah, so last week we basically very curious about this light source that was emanating from the big tent at the center of the forward command center for the lore keepers. We, um, we're trying to find disguises to get into this big tent to see why there was a shiny thing. So we went and tried to shake down the quartermaster, and it was not successful. We were trying to convince him to make a repair on a, on a weapon while Saf snuck around and tried to find some clothing. Didn't work. We kind of sneakily loitered around the tent and listened, and I was able to hear the librarian guy Nicholas. Nicholas. And someone else trying to break open a rock or crystal, I presume, of some kind. Whatever was emanating the light, it's solid. And there's a pre-existing chip in it, uh, in it of some kind. They are not able to break it. After getting the information that we could from what we could hear in the tent, we went to um, our normal tavern where we met Ford. And I had, I had two letters. One... Was full of delicious pumpkin-based recipes. The second was an envelope just containing the violet rose coin, indicating that Reg was ready to make this deal for the sapphire. So I made the pumpkin soup. We waited till night. We picked up some drinks and then went and met with Reg. And Emily formulated a plan to sneakily get truth serum to Reg. The plan involved getting us drunk and luring away the two guards and then having me alone with Reg to slip him a truth serum so that he had no idea, so that he didn't know he was under the effects because apparently you just know when you drink it. So the plan went beautifully. It was such a good plan. And then trying to role play still too much, I lost track of the the prime objective and was asking him and like kind of questions around what I was getting at. And finally I, I asked one too many questions and Reg is suspicious of me right now. And that's what we ended it. That's correct. And um, everyone has come back now as well. So Scar is back with Giro carrying the Luxon wine and Drew is back with Zuth. He was being chivalrous and <laughs> escorted her to the bathroom. The restroom, the lavatory. The powder room. Drew needed to powder her nose. Yeah. So that's where we are. Reg just, uh, he, he's suspicious. He says, hey, wait a minute. Did you, are you, are you trying to drug me? And Agamemnon's like, oh, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm letting my drink get to my head. I, uh, that was too personal a question. I forget I asked. Roll me a deception, please. Okay. A deception. Seven. Do you have inspiration? (laughs) I do have inspiration. I'm going to use my inspiration to reroll. Can I help him deceive? I don't know how I would. You're not there. (laughs) I am. He said I came back. Everyone's back now. So everyone sees this tense moment between Reg and Agamir. Can I roll at all to help him? No. No. All right, 13. Reg kind of looks at you. He narrows his eyes. And he goes, yeah, I guess the drink's getting to my head, too. <laughs> it's, uh, there's some good stuff, huh? Yeah, and you know what? There's only, and there's, there's more to be had. Yeah, let's have some more drinks. Drinks, 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 drinks. I hold up my goblet and... Yeah, let's, let's get another round going. To your employer, what's his name? <laughs> no, really, <Yeah>. though. <laughs> I imagine that you all would have some sort of signal to let everyone else know that Reg is now under the influence of the truth serum. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Agamir does a weird winky blinky thing that uh, Saf did. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Perfect. I scratch my ear. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we have an hour. So Ag- I feel like Agamir can't ask again because then Reg is really going to know what's up. So, like, it needs to be somebody else. I have a question real quick. So, Nate, if at the moment he does not think he's drugged, right? He is not aware that he is drugged currently, correct? Because of the inebriation, he has not caught on yet. But once he catches on, he will catch on. Okay. So, we, if we ask him another question, he does have to succeed in another wisdom throw. Yeah, I'm going to do wisdom throw for any time that he would normally tell an untruth. Yeah. So okay. I feel like we only have one more question to ask. It's just, yeah. who is your employer? That's all we need to know. So it's one more question and hope that he rolls low. Yeah, who am I in business with here? Yeah. But we have to, I don't know how to ask him because his, uh, his little people are right there. The opportunity would definitely have been like, Mm-hmm. while well, everyone was gone so that even, even if he spilled the beans he'd be like oh no I'm like, oh it's fine your secret's safe with me pal pal buddy guy yeah it's weird that now we're all here one of us needs to be alone with him it doesn't matter who really at this point just one of us I, could, I feel like I could probably still ask again you uh all wouldn't have the opportunity to talk like this either I know I'm more metagaming technically but I, honestly I feel like strategy is part of D&D and you need to talk about your strategy. And we didn't realize you can't always foresee what's going to happen. Like we didn't realize Agnir wasn't going to ask him a question we needed to ask him. <laughs> so now we have to come up with another plan. That's mixing player knowledge and character knowledge. You also don't know that he doesn't have that information. Booyah. I hate that. I wish I was there. I have a question. Didn't Emily just ask though? Or were you just joking? That was a joke. No, but, like, why not? This is a comedy podcast. Because then his Bingo and Bongo are right there. They're going to be like, what the fuck? You can't just ask that. Like, they're not under the influence of truth serum. It's just I want red. to join the Violet Rose. No, but I mean, like, why? he's under a truth serum. He's going to answer the question regardless. What does it matter? Because if he tells us and then it's like he's going to... Real, like they're gonna be like why would you say that and then he's gonna question why he said that he's drunk he's already kind of suspicious that he's under the influence of something besides alcohol like he already asked he's already suspicious right I, like i was i think i kind of diffused his suspicion with the last statement i made yeah we have we i feel like we can ask him another question but we have to be okay. smart about it i'm not i'm joking yeah but what i wanted to say like like as a follow-up to being like hey, i'm sorry that that question is too personal like Blah, blah, blah. And he's, he seems to have calmed down. Like, I want to follow up as I and just be like, but I, I did, um, I guess I am curious to know who I am and who I'm in business with. Um, or like, I guess, like, I'm trying to find a way to role play it, but I don't know. Or I could just ask, like, just between you and me, who's, who's your employer? I've been wondering. You're asking that to Reg right now? I, we need to try and find out. So. Maybe I can like make everybody do something or look at me for some reason, and you and Reg can like, or you can like kind of whisper to him, like, just between you and me. Is there some sort of folk song that I can start singing and get everyone to sing with me? Yeah, you know the one. Oh, I, I know the one. Don't make me do this. You know, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, you know the song. No, no, I really don't. <laughs> it's one of Drew's favorites. No, Nathan, I hate this. Don't make me... You were the one who went with a folk song. Don't make me improvise. I hate it. It would just be some sort of, like, folk song that everyone knows the words to, like... Roll me a performance. You don't actually have to... You actually don't have to do it. Just roll performance and... Um, we said performance. Fifteen. You, you start in with a jaunty song everyone knows the words to. It's a little body. Zuth and Giro don't... Oh, well, hold on. Uh, Zuth and Giro just stand there. Okay, but are we loud enough that, like, Scar and I, I guess, are singing and Saf... Oh, she's not there. Scar and I are singing? Yeah, I mean, if Scar... Scar, roll an insight for me. By God, I wish I was there. (laughs) 18. Okay, Scar, you hear Drew start singing and you understand that you should probably start too so you also start singing the body song 
I'm passing out. I'm like passing out drinks again, like ready for the next thing. It's just like some fun distraction kind of thing. Trying to be a little loud so that Agamir could whisper to Reg without the goons hearing. Sing us a song. You're a piano man. <laughs> yes. Sing same us energy. a song tonight. <laughs> yes. Drinking song. It's the same energy. <laughs> okay, cool. So you're singing your drinking song. It is loud enough that Agamir probably wouldn't be heard by Zeth and Giro. Dope. Okay. But they do not join in on the song. All right, so... You got this, Agamir. I believe in you. Okay, so I kind of, like, I'm swaying to the music. Uh, is Reg swaying as well? He is. His eyes are, like, half closed. Yeah. I kind of turn to him and I'm like, you know, I, uh, business definitely has been profitable here. I, and I travel quite a bit. I am curious to know who who your employer is, and I'd, I'd consider I'd consider looking for stuff on his behalf if if ever you needed my services. The most tense moment. I'm so nervous. I'm a prop. <laughs> his? I don't work for a man. I work for a lady. What's her name? Yeah, she might want to do business with you. You seem like an up-and-up fellow. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mara Fordi. She's, you know, pretty well-known in the barony. Oh, Mara, all right. Okay, good to hear. Yeah, I think um, I'm trying to think if I've heard of Mara, but it's good to know, yeah. I don't know my services are available. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get a hold of her, but she... Uh, She's the one. <laughs> oh, we did uh, it. We can get out yeah. of here now. Would he lie if that, how long he's worked for her? There's only one way to find out. I uh, know. I'm not even going to. I don't even. I'm not going to ask. Yeah, don't <laughs> risk danger. it. Don't risk it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right. Well, good. Very good to know. And uh, yeah, so we've got the gem here and I... I haven't even asked. Is so? Are one of the guys holding? Is is it Zuff or can't even remember the other guy's name? Giro. Grito. Giro. Grito. <laughs> I know it's not Grito. So who's um? I don't know. Like, is the money on the table as well? No, the money is not out. Did your Goliath friends bring the money? No, I've got it right here. And he pulls it out of his uh, satchel and places it on the table. Right. I hate that he rolled that. He's still swaying. So let's just drink until he passes out, and then we can t- take the money and the sapphire back. And make a make a wonderful, wonderful enemy. I don't know how you didn't you say we would, we are we trying to take the sapphire back? There's no way Reg is going to be our friend if we don't leave the sapphire here. I know. I know. There's no. There's no way. So we can either let like drink until they kind of pass out and we could take the money and the sapphire and run and have an enemy or we could leave the sapphire here and maybe follow them and see where they take the sapphire and then steal it from wherever they take it so they don't suspect us um we could or we could just give it to them and see what happens <laughs> be like all right bye with the knowledge that agamir has gained about what the fire is trying to do it I might want to play the long game and try and get in with her and maybe eventually stop her plot if she's evil and get it back. But I'm I'm partial to the long game. I think it, it's more important to have Reg and Goons as friends who can introduce us to Mara and we can, you know, get in good with her and then stop her from the inside out. Yeah, it makes more sense. We're going to have friends in high and low places. Yes, that's the plan. Right. And y'all are right in the middle. <laughs> Stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> and I owe Saf something blue. Yes. I see you hand over the sapphire and my jaw drops. Uh, we can, it is Drew's intention to get the sapphire back eventually. We don't want Idrenid to come back. So this is temporary. She doesn't have that. I know she doesn't, <laughs> but I will tell her that. Yeah, she hasn't heard anything. I will tell her that when I see her. 
Okay, so uh, unless you all want to try and get any more information out of Reg or his goons, you all have a interesting night of revelry in a back alley of fellows. <laughs> Sounds great. All right. And you uh, you head back to your tavern and I guess go to sleep? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean... Yeah, I get Yeah, you want to talk about what ha- went on? Yeah, we might want to talk about it. I'm obviously back with the crew, so... I mean, let's say we like have a certain rendezvous point. We meet back at the room and we walk in and Seth is just sitting in a chair in the center of the room. <laughs> we just walk in and she's just the dark. It's dark with just a lamp over her. So <laughs> you have something you want to explain. <laughs> Where have you been, young man and young ladies? What the heck, Agamir? <laughs> she's got her her mechanical anaconda in her lap, and she's petting it. <laughs> no, nah, she's got to rebuild that. Oh, that's right. Technically, I could do that after a long rest, which we've already had, but I will rebuild it later. Anyway, I go, I go what the heck, Agamir? And you proceed to tell me what's going on. Yeah, just like, I'm so sorry, Zaf. It, it, we, got it, we got a lot of information out of him, but I just, I had to make the judgment call. I didn't see any way we were going to keep the sapphire without kind of stirring the hornet's nest, so to speak. But he works for Mara Fordi. Drew kind of steps forward and she's like, listen, Staff, I promise we will get the sapphire back. It, but it, it is more important for the time being that Reg and company are friends so we can figure out what they're trying to do. It seems like they're trying to bring someone, this Mara person is trying to bring Idrindon back. For some reason. So we don't want her to have the sapphire, but we had to give it to them. And now we can see where the sapphire goes and find out where Mara is. And we'll get it back. I promise. Seth huffs. (laughs) Says okay. All right. And I kind of clean up. I'm like, hey, I'll do what I can to make it up to you in the the meantime. If you see anything blue and pretty. Let me know and I'll get <laughs> You also gain 250 gold as well, so you're one step closer to a boat. True. All right. I did spend one gold last last game. Yes, you did. Yeah. That's going to be the uh, dumbest update to the website. <laughs> Minus one gold piece. Minus one plus 250, so you are now at 6,918 gold on your person. With 519 gold at the Harbor Coast. Nice. Yeah, okay. And how many does he need for the ship? 10,000. Oh my god, we're almost there, y'all. Yeah. And so, we've shared all our information, and we're just going to go to bed? Yeah, is that what y'all were going to do? Yeah. yeah. We have to push all the furniture back in the room, because Seth moved it for a dramatic moment. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. It takes you about 15 minutes to move all the furniture back in place. Uh, you hear some banging from uh, the floor below. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like someone's trying to sleep and they don't like the scraping of the bed. The the massive bed for your cuddle puddle being moved. <laughs> the cuddle puddle. Yeah. So you go to sleep and you awaken in the morning. What would you all like to do? We're waiting on so many things, right? Well, I mean... My stuff's pretty much over. I mean, I, all I had going for me as far as side quests was the pumpkin stuff and Reg. So mm-hmm. we're still waiting on word from Tezvig about something, I'm sure. The honor guard thing. Yeah. Yeah. We sent a communication out to Tezvig. Did we? Didn't we send out something to him about... The light in the tent. The light in the tent. Oh, you were going to, and then you never ended up doing it. Oh. Fuck. All right, we have to do that. Okay. How many words can it be? 25. Who's sending the message? Scar's the one that has it, right? Yeah. All right. What do we want to say? How do we say this in 25 words? I don't know. The lore, like lore keepers, hiding object, they can't break. It emits light. Big tent. <laughs> <laughs> Muscly guards. <laughs> Swole lore keepers. Is lore keepers a one word or two words? Lore keepers is one word, fortunately. Okay. Lore keepers discovered. No, lore keepers hiding. 
luminous object. Luminous shade pocket object. All right. In big tent. <laughs> Missing piece. But they can't break it. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. That's one word. Fuck you, Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Unbreakable. What else? Is there anything else we need to specifically communicate? Heavily guarded. I would like to include that. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that they discussed? Like when we when we overheard them talking, he was like, "Oh, I don't think that's such a good idea." What was he talking about again? I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't believe. They, they, someone came by, but then there was silence while they were tinkering with it. What well, was um, Nicholas mm-hmm. was talking yeah. to? What's his face? What were they talking about? I do not remember. It's hard to tell. I think Nicholas said he didn't think something was a good idea, but I couldn't. Okay, we didn't know what it was. Like mantles don't know, or that is that given? Is that implied? Yeah, because we said hiding. That might be, that could just be a sufficient message. Clearly hiding something. Send tweet. (laughs) It's 20 words. You have 25 words. I know, that's 20 words. I don't have anything else to say. Oh, okay, okay. Love you, bye. (laughs) (laughs) XO. There you go. Okay, so the message uh, sends off. Drew sends the message with uh, the Sending Stone after receiving it from Scar. Almost immediately, you see the Sending Stone light back up. And who's holding it? Drew's still holding it? Yeah. You, you hear in your head, speak to Ord. Speak to Ord. And you hear a, a soft knock on the door. Is it Ord? <laughs> I open the door. You open the door and you see Ord. <gasps> what? <laughs> wow. He's a witch. <laughs> oh, good morning. I didn't want to wake you. I've just gotten a message from Tas V. I understand that you found some... Well, do, do you mind if I, if I come in? Not at all. Have you considered a job with Jimmy John's? <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm sure I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. I was out of character. I know, I know. (laughs) Ord comes in and says, I was on my way to um, give you some information on your honor guard mission with Sokoba and Kelvin. And I received this message from Tasvig saying that you all found some information that the, he looks around, lore keepers were hiding. Yeah. I stand up with the sending stone in my hand, and I'm like, I'm the one who sent the message. When we were in the shade pocket, we saw a very large, very tall creature that was destroying buildings and whatnot. It was, what, 150 feet about, guys? I look around to the party. And its face was a, a face of this bright light. And we... It was very weird. And right when we saw it is when the shade pocket ended. And so it kind of went away. When we were investigating the Lore Keeper camp, we came across a very large tent. And when we checked it out, we noticed they had an a part inside. It looked like a part of the same monster with a very bright light. And so it's this thing. And when we asked them about it, because when we came out of the shade pocket, we were like, hey, we saw this bright light and it was wild. And they were like, what light? We don't we don't know what you're talking about. And acted like they didn't know what we were talking about. And then there it is right there in the big old tent. So clearly you're lying and they're trying to break it open and they can't break it open. That's what's going on right now. This is troubling news. It's not often that the Lore keepers would keep something like this to themselves. They usually defer to the mantles for any sort of security measures that may need to be taken. So this will need some investigation. I'll have to add it to the the list of duties for Sokoba and Kelvin. So thank you for this information. Uh, once you all uh, get your things together, please um, meet me downstairs and we'll, we'll go meet with Sokoba and Kelvin. They've already been briefed that they'll be receiving an honor guard. So you get your things together. Yeah. Everything's good to go. You um, head downstairs and uh, Ord is there waiting for you. 
He has a small pack with him, and he says, uh, right this way. He leads you through the streets of Fellows to a lesser trafficked part of town, and he goes up to what looks like an abandoned building or something, and leads you inside and takes you up to the second story, and... And murders us, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And leads you to a room, and in the room are Sokoba and Kelvin talking to each other tersely. He says to them, Ah, Sokoba, Kelvin, good to see that you've made it. Here is your honor guard. Uh, they have some information for you regarding uh, some some goings-on with the lore keepers in the shade pocket. So I'll leave you you two to um, brief them on, on your mission, and I'll leave them to convey this information to you. Can we just say that we convey it and not have to talk about it's it like, again? Do I have to do it again? Because I already <laughs> did it. <laughs> yeah, I want you to make this real good radio. Do it twice. We'll pick the best one. You did it. <laughs> so you all convey the information that you just conveyed to Ord. And Sokoba says, oh, well, this is indeed troubling. The Lord Keepers never have acted like this in the past with us. So you mentioned that there was a piece of the artifact that had chipped off Agamir? Yes, it's that's what it sounded like. They said um, there was already a piece missing and they were trying to break it further and couldn't. Kelvin pipes up and he says, let's just go in there with a, um, with all force of them, whole force of mantles, and we'll, um, we'll just wipe them out. They'll be done. God, fuck Kelvin. That seems a bit extreme, don't you think? Hey, I'm a golden mantle, aren't I? I, uh, can use force when I need to, right? That sounds like a quick way to alienate one of the most powerful groups on the continent, but sure, bud. Ooh, <laughs> Kelvin sucks. Well, we've got to get that glowing thing. What's your idea, huh? I mean, why don't we just go talk to them? You all are an honor guard now, so we have uh, access to a vast resource. I feel like we should just go there. We don't have to, like, take him out. But, like, he's not wrong about the whole, like, let's just go in there and... Confiscate it. Ask questions and, and, like, demand answers. Like, we don't have to hurt anybody. Like, he's saying, like... But I feel like, why why not? Maybe, is there some sort of, like, random lore keeper audit that we can start? <laughs> so we can be like, we have to audit your buildings. So we have a reason to discover it. You stayed here way too long. Why are you still here? Yeah, like, or some kind of, like, you know, we're just coming here to check up on you know the safety of everyone again like you know because that's like our job is to make sure the city's safe and yeah you know all that stuff so we're just like inspecting you know the cup like the day after the shade or the two days after that makes sense we could show up and just kind of poke around and see where it leads random osha inspection yeah like yep. <laughs> completely random the randomest of random yep 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 i like that idea i i I turn to uh, Sokoba and I ask her, what was the name of that lead lore keeper you spoke with? The tall one. Yeah, the lore, the, the, the lead lore keeper on, in the forward camp's name was uh, Saloran. So why don't we go pay a visit to Saloran and the rest of that camp and just kind of be like, hey, want to make sure everything's okay. You feel? That's definitely one tactic we could take. In these instances, I pref- much prefer to take a um, a reconnaissance route. Unlike my counterpart, she shoots off a uh, a glare at Kelvin, mm-hmm. uh, who maybe uh, prefers to take a more direct approach. But I, uh, myself and my teams, much prefer a stealthier or reconnaissance route. Okay. Okay. Well. So, what do you suggest? Recon. How do you suggest we do that? We can stake out the lore keepers. We can try and tail them. We can employ the use of other mercenaries to uh, see if they can glean any information so that we can free ourselves up for looking after the more high profile lore keepers to see if we can get any information. If they try and transport this object, we could try and procure it in a way that 
doesn't look like the mantles are involved. She says in a very, uh, in a way that indicates that she's maybe talking about stealing something and she's not really okay with that. Ooh. Let me say right now, that sounds like a lot of fucking work. Like, I feel like, listen, there was just this big shade pocket. There was just this big situation that has hit your city you as the golden mantle need to check up on your uh, on the denizens of that city and that includes going to the camp making sure everything's chill with chill over there like let's just walk around ask some questions and maybe get close to that tent and you can see how they react yourselves and if that doesn't work then yeah then we can try some recon i say we just go in there and take it yeah shut up kelvin no one asked you we just don't ask questions. Just go in there, confiscate it, and take it back. Yeah? No questions asked. Bing, bang, boom. We don't need to ask him anything. I mean, we're not trying to take it from... I don't think we should try to take it from them because the lore keepers are going to be the ones to figure out what it is. We just want to be in on, in on it, in, in the loop, and also know what it is. Yeah. So we should just demand that. I don't think we should demand that. I think we should go and pretend like we're there for some other reason and then stumble upon said tent and go from there. Mm. Yeah. And then kind of be like, so what's in here? And like, make it natural. Just go check up on your citizens. I feel like that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I agree. We need to just figure out what's going on. So um, the forward camp has, they have their permit for another two days to be on in that courtyard of fellows. So would you all like to go now? Yeah. I feel like sooner the better. Yeah. Before they move it. Okay. You all, well, you don't pack up anything. You're already packed up. Uh, so you just uh, mosey on out of this abandoned building, this safe house type situation. Sokoba and Kelvin talk to you on the way saying that if you all get separated or if you ever need to rendezvous to rendezvous back at that location. Really quick. I feel like we should put up some kind of like mantle alert that says like no lore keepers in or out of the city carrying objects or some kind of thing until further notice, like until we investigate. Because what if they try to get it out? That's true. Without like us knowing or while we're there, someone them us being there just tips them off and they want to move it. How about, like, all caravans require inspections upon leaving? Yeah, I feel like that's something we should do. Like, not put a, the city on lockdown, but put up, like, at all exit points out of the city, put up, like, checkpoints. I would assume I still have the sending stone. Since he seems very quick, why don't we send a thing to Tazvig telling him, hey, like, lock down the city. Make sure, like, check the entry points or whatever. And I'm sure he can put somebody on it quickly. The sending stones can only be used once a day. Oh, we can just ask. Say that to Sokova. That could work. We could. We'd have to get in. in, in no, this is an emergency. So normally we would have to go through the consul for this. But uh, in, in this instance, I, th I think that our, our jurisdiction allows us to at least put the, uh, uh, the notice out to the mantles. We'll need to have someone go and put out the word. Before we get to the the lore keepers camp let me go and talk with one of my associates and we'll we'll get that all sorted out okay so when you uh are walking down the street she takes a side passage goes and talks to one of her associates does someone want to go with her or you just imagine that she's going to do what she said i imagine she's going to do what she said okay she goes away for a second and comes back and then um at the lore keeper camp and Sokopa says, okay, so uh, we've got one of my mantles is sending a word to all of the other precincts and we should have the city on lockdown or not on lockdown, but we should have the inspection set up within a few hours. Sounds good. So where do you want to start uh, investigating first? Oh, before I forget, here, take this. And she hands each of you a badge with the um, the sigil of fellows on it. And you recognize it as the honor guard. It's an honor guard badge for fellows. Oh, dope. And she says, uh, if you if you need to assert your authority, use this. All right. Got it. I'll expect them back at the end of the mission. And once we uh, 
find out what exactly the lore keepers are hiding from us. You got it. Very good. So, where should we start? Let's go to the lore keeper camp. You all are at the lore keeper camp. Oh, let's talk to the dude in charge. Saloran? Yeah. Okay, so he's at the... The last time you saw him, he was at the big tent. That's that's too much. We can't just like walk in and go like straight for the big tent. Like we gotta hold back just a little bit. <laughs> too, much, gotta, too much. Too much. Too much. Just hold back. Is there like a main like a captain's tent kind of situation? There's a big tent in the middle. That would be the captain's tent. So it would it would it wouldn't be weird if we just headed straight for the big tent. Not with the golden mantles now, okay, and good. you have authority now with your honor guard badges. Okay, good. So we head straight for that, I guess. Nice. Remember, remember, to all involved, the story is we're here to make sure everyone's okay after the shade pocket. Not to find out what the big thing is in the tent. Looking at you, Safina. All right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you walk up to the big tent, and you are stopped by the lorekeeper guards there. Halt, state your business. We are the Golden Mantles of Fellows, as you can tell. Sokoba gestures at herself and Kelvin. Please grant us entry. We request it. We are part of an emergency guard following the shade pocket. Hold on one second, one of the guards says. He goes inside the tent. You see a brief flash of light. And the guard comes back out, and he is followed by Saloran, and you see no flash of light. Oh, shit. They throw a blanket over. Saloran says, Ah, Sokoba, Kelvin, what can I do for you? Well, uh, Saloran, uh, we, we just want to make sure that everything's going okay, and that your investigation is going well. You, you know, your permit expires in two days, so we just want to make sure everything's going off without a hitch. Yes, everything is fine. Thank you for your concern. Is, is that all? Well, we're actually really thirsty. Could we uh, come in for some refreshments? Ah, uh, we, uh, uh, you might uh, try the quartermaster. He has the, the, the refreshments. Uh, we, do, we, we don't keep anything in the, in the captain's tent. Drew kind of steps up and she's like, um, thanks so much. You've been super helpful. We don't want to take too much of your time. We're just going to walk around some of the tents, kind of check in with everybody, make sure everyone's okay after the shade pocket. Um, but we are going to circle back around. Sokova has actually, and she looks at Sokova kind of like play along, um, has actually pretty solid information that you might want to see about when the next shade pocket is going to pop up. So we want to talk to you about that. Roll me a deception, please. <laughs> You're trying to tell. Uh, let me uh-huh, let me frame uh-huh. this deception. No, I know for what you. I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll frame it for those listeners who might not know what Drew is trying to do. I know it's stupid. Let me have that The lore keepers are the ones who forecast the shade and fey pockets, and apparently, Drew thinks that she can convince a lore keeper that a mantle has information about the Shade or Fey pockets that the Lore Keepers forecast. How's a 22 sit with you? Uh, well, uh, by, by, by your leave, sure, you can investigate the tents and see who, uh, make sure that everyone is okay. As for the, uh, the Shade pockets, if you all have information, I am... Drew, on purpose, lifts her hand to move her hair out of her face so that he can kind of see her shiny skin. Not enough that, like, she's showing off who she is or anything, but enough that he would want to, he would be intrigued by it. He kind of stops and pauses for a second. Um, Sweetening the deal. Uh, yes, uh, any information that you have on the Shade Pocket, you know, we take all leads into consideration when we forecast these. So any information that you have will help. All right, so we're going to circle around these tents and we'll meet you back here. Excellent. Good. I'm just going to head over here, huh? Right over, sit at this bench you all can handle this, right? (laughs) Is this Kelvin? Yeah, there's six of us. Do you really need, do we all need to look? 
I look at Sokoba. Is she? Are we sharing the mutual like look of women who are around men who are bullshit? Are useless? Yeah. <laughs> she is not looking at you because she has her middle finger and thumb rubbing each of her temples, and she has her eyes closed. <laughs> Fuck, Kelvin. And she does a deep breath and says, "Okay." I feel like we should definitely have lookouts covering the tent in case they try to move it. Yeah. So I look at Kelvin and I'm like, yes, actually, you can sit right here and make sure they don't take anything out of that big old tent. We should also post someone on the other side just in case they try to sneak out the back because they're going to know he's there. Yeah. All right. I'll keep watch. He kind of sits on a bench, kicks his feet up and leans back. He's fucking useless. He's fucking useless. Even if he does see anything, I think he's a bad, he feels like a bad guy. Like, I don't like him. And I feel like he's not going to tell us what's going on, even if he sees it. Like, he just sucks. So (laughs) he can sit on this bench for all I care. Yeah. Someone who, I mean, I'll post up on the other side to cover both sides to. Okay, that works. So that means Agamir, Saf, and I, and Sokoba are going to search the other tents. And by search, I mean we're just going to kind of walk around and see if there's anybody we need to talk to. I don't think there would be. We mostly just want to get to the big tent. But we need to do our due diligence, kind of asking people if they're okay. How was their experience with the shade bucket kind of stuff. That sounds good. So outside of the big tent, you've got the quartermaster's tent. The mobile archives, there are a bunch of wagons kind of congregated to one side. There are, the bunks is a strong word, but where the lore keepers are sleeping are bunched up next to the quartermaster. And then there are, there, there's a fountain next to the library or the, the mobile archive as well. So where would y'all like to go first? You can see the big tent from just about anywhere. Well, we've been in the mobile archive. Can we go and just kind of ask people questions? I want it to be so, like, if anyone wonders what the fuck we're doing, it we're we're doing what we said we were doing. It's like making sure everyone's okay and all that. So I guess we're doing that, pretending to care <laughs> for however long. Do you want to handle this as a montage? Yes, skill challenge. <laughs> Basically. All right, yeah, let's let's do a charisma-based skill challenge. Dope, I'm excited. Can it be charisma and insight-based skill challenge? Uh, yes, charisma and charisma and wisdom, we'll say. You can only use charisma and wisdom skills. And, I'm glad I'm not doing this, because I have none of that. <laughs> and your goal is to get five successes in order to make it look like you care. you have the opportunity for three failures so everyone roll initiative except for me right uh yeah are you looking out yeah okay what do i gotta roll oh to look out yeah i guess so 17 five four all right agamir's gonna be first how do you want to try and make the lore keepers think that you care about them so I will be going around and I don't know, can I use my perception to just to just check on people and just like if anyone seems like they're down or they're troubled or anything, like I would talk with them and just make sure and see if there's anything I can do to help. Yeah, you can do that. Any sort of any charisma or wisdom based skill you can use, minus like survival and stuff like that. Okay. If it makes sense for the situation, then yeah. So I, I, I'll allow persuasion. Uh, the DC for you all, too, is going to be 14. That high? Jeez. Hmm. Gotcha. You're going to have to do some convincing. Well, how, how does a five sit? <laughs> you, you go around and you awkwardly kind of talk to some of the people and they're like, I don't know who you are dude why are you asking how i I mean yeah i'm fine some weird shit just went down but i'm okay i guess so that's a failure (laughs) one failure next will be drew okay i'm a cleric i can do this i am gonna use medicine 
I'm going to walk around the camp, and if I see like people with minor cuts and bruises or whatever, I'm just healing those and making sure everyone's okay. Like making sure I flash my little mantle badge so they know who I am, and I help them with their little scrapes and bruises and things like that. Okay, let's see what you get. Uh, Fourteen. <laughs> It meets, it beats. It you go beats. around and you you heal minor wounds. There are a few, uh, you know, sprains that you set right. Uh, and you're just basically, you know, comforting and you, you're rebandaging wounds that people haven't been able to tend to. And everything's good. You've got one success. Nice. Next is Saf. I would like to pull out my flute and jaunt around and play a little tune for everybody to try and lift their spirits. All right, raise morale. Let's see how you do it. That doesn't look good. That's a 15. I forgot to add the plus two. Ah, okay. You're skipping around. You're like Pied Piper in it. Everyone is a little happier from hearing your flute playing. Yay. Great job, Saf. Agamir, we're back to your turn. We've got two successes and one failure. And how many successes do we need? Five. All right. How many failures did we get? Three. Okay. Well, I'm going to use insight then, actually. I'm going to kind of basically do the same thing. I'm just the other half of the camp. <laughs> Try and go for the downtrodden and mm-hmm. just see how they're doing. Yes. And that is a 16. All right. Nagamir, you find one of the most forlorn-looking pages that you've ever seen. They look like they've been accosted recently. And uh, you go over there, you put a hand on their shoulder and tell them it's all going to be all right. Yay. He feels better. (laughs) You recognize it as the one that Drew uh, took hold of the other day. (laughs) Nice. All right. Drew, it's your turn. I would like to draw on my knowledge and previous experiences with shade pockets to empathize and also help the other people around and i would like to use history for that (laughs) okay (laughs) okay i guess i crit myself you go up to one of the lore keepers and you see them and they are just one of the most beautiful creatures you've ever set your eyes on. You are smitten by them and you forget literally everything about the shade. Oh no. That's a failure. Y'all have one more failure. Does anything happen while I'm on what lookout? Roll me a perception. 12. You do not see anything amiss. You see Drew's face bright red. She's got a nosebleed. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be Saf's turn. You got to get two more successes and you only have room for one more failure. Yeah, no pressure, mate. Sorry. So, you all, some of you do have inspiration, remember? Yes, yes. I would like to just walk up and down the, the tented areas with the people walking back and forth and everything. And I would like to compliment each and every one of them as they walk by. Okay, that's going to be a performance or just a straight charisma check. Okay, sure. Yeah, I feel like it would be just a charisma check. That isn't that 20. Yay! You talk to all of those people with such honesty and... It, it, they just it, you you say exactly what each of them needs to hear. You just brighten their day so much, and because you got a natural twenty, that means that's two successes, I believe. Yeah. And you, everyone in this camp believes that all of you are here to do good. Yay! We did awesome. it. And it's at that point that you hear the crash. We run towards it. I run towards it. Okay, it's coming from the big tent. Oh, jeez. Okay, run towards it. All right, running away from the tent, you see that there's a lore keeper running with a, uh, a handcart out of the courtyard. 
It's a distraction. I chase after that person. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to run after that yeah, person. Yeah, for sure. I, I tackle him. <laughs> all right i i need someone uh, this there it's going to be on the opposite side from scar so it's coming out kelvin's side okay so they should be heading toward it then too they are past kelvin at this point so i need an athletics check from scar please 16 plus 4 unnatural 20 okay you manage to catch up with the lord keeper that's running and you stop them yes i do Oh, let me go. Let me go. I'm just following orders. It's 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 nothing. There's nothing in here. <laughs> There's nothing in here. I'm going to search the cart. Okay. The in the cart there is a crate. I'm going to sh- open the crate. You open the crate and inside are a bunch of lorekeeper robes. It's a distraction. I'm going to yell out. It's a distraction. Go in the tent. <laughs> Wait, look under the robes first. Oh, yeah. Under the robes. That, too. <laughs> you find more robes. Okay. <laughs> it's a distraction. Go in the tent. So sh- should we turn and go back to the tent? I run into the tent. Okay. Inside the tent, it is in disarray, and no one is inside. It looks like stuff has been pushed over, and it looks like it was hastily packed up. Oh, man. Mm. Where the hell did they go? Can I use detect magic here? Yes, please do. I believe I just use it, right? Instead of rolling anything for it? Yes. Okay, I use it. You sense transmutation magic. Oh, boy. It's on the ground. It appears that there is a small object on the ground. Maybe the size of, um, like a coin, but it's slender. Huh? I pick it up and look at it. Okay, it is very bright. Can I identify? Transmutation is when you turn something into another thing, right? Correct. So if if they transmuted that thing into a coin, I won't be able to identify it. Oh no, it's it's coin sized, it's not a coin. Oh. You look at it and it looks like it's a piece of rock and it's blindingly bright. Uh-huh. I'm going to question the guy that I stopped with the cart. I'm going to, like, intimidate the shit out of him. Like, grab him by, like, his collar and shake him and say, what orders were you following? Where are the lore keepers? They they just said to take this this cart and, and go. And just, just go as fast as I could. Where? Down this road right here. Just down the road? D- down the road. That's all they said. Where I mean, did they go? What do you mean where did they go? They just told me where where I should go. I'm I'm just a page. I don't I'm not a lore keeper. While this is happening, I'm stuffing um the lore keeper robes into Sap's bag of holding. <laughs> so we have them. <laughs> nice. Nice. Ke- well, did Kelvin see anything? Useless motherfucker. You look at Kelvin and uh he is just kind of, what's going on here? What are y'all doing? Aww. Here we go. Identify. It's perfect. Perfect for this. You choose one object that you must touch throughout the duration of casting the spell. If the magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use and how many charges it has. If any, you learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. Damn, it's a pretty good spell. Nice. So I'm going to hold on to this page guy. Okay. I'm going to go through each of those things in turn because it's interesting. And I think that you all are really going to enjoy it. So you are touching it. You are going through your... Oh, the duration is instantaneous. So... You know that this item is magical in its transmutation. You learn its properties. You are unable to discern the properties. You know that you don't know whether or not it requires attunement. You know that it has somewhere between zero and infinity charges. (laughs) Or known charges. Also, 
you know that no spells are affecting it and that this was not created by a spell. Well, I guess it's something that we learned. Maybe this is the bit that broke off. Remember they got a bit off? Maybe this is the bit. But where did they go? Maybe they all got swallowed up by this object. I look at the page boy and I'm like, where did they go? I I don't know. Did you hear them talking about somewhere they'd like to be? Is there a certain hideout? There, is there another place that the lore keepers go? Well, uh, we go, we're from the archives. I look at Saf and I'm like, give him the truth, sir. <laughs> no, I feel like he knows. Can I roll insight on him? Yeah. I'm just trying to scare him. <laughs> yeah, like I feel, no, but I mean, knows I, nothing. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't know anything. No, he knows absolutely nothing. That's a 19. He seems to be telling the truth. Yeah, he's an intern. There you go. He looks at you with tears in his eyes and he says, Have you tried your local <laughs> archive station? <laughs> And that's where we're going to end. <laughs> I can't. Thank you all so much for listening to the Village Idiots. I had a great time DMing. I hope my players had a great time playing. And I really, truly hope that you had a great time listening. At the end of every episode, we name a Village Idiot. This week's Village Idiot. Uh, I think in this case, I'm going to have to go with someone who crit themselves and... I'm sorry, Emily, but it has to be you. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> for forgetting literally everything just because you saw a pretty face. <laughs> it's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an appreciator of beautiful things. <laughs> I appreciate. Drew appreciates beautiful things. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Nic- Nicole, we've got a we've got social media don't we we do we have a twitter it's at village idiot pod you can go there and talk to us tell us how you like our episodes or just chat and check out memes if you want to talk to us personally you can find me at nicole the nerdy you can find me at j roma 20 you can find me at neurotic good and you can find me at village idiots dm i can't be found Moving on. (laughs) 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 Nothing to see here. So we also have a website, villageidiotspodcast.com. We have a ton of cool stuff up there, like the gold count for Agamir's ship. I think we're like a little over 3,000 gold till we complete that task and get Agamir's ship, which would be dope so he can... Go, you know, join the sea level club again. <laughs> <laughs> That's never going away. Uh, it's never, especially once we get a ship. Oh, it's going to be amazing. All Everyone's going the sea level club. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember to put a stocking on the door handle. <laughs> you can uh, you can see who's winning or losing with the village idiots tally. There are some fun facts about the world of Lanamora. And tons of artwork, too, and a link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck because we've officially launched our Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and behind the screens. Listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. But if a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, thank you so much for listening. We really couldn't do this without you. Uh, well, you know what? We could do this without you, but it's more fun with you, and we're <laughs> glad that you're here. <laughs> so, thank you again for listening. Well, until next time... Bye. 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 Okay, thanks, bye.